BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always Always Use your head You are now listening to ChairShot Radio Always Use Your Head Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. The Road to WrestleMania, brought to you by ChairShot Radio and the ChairShot Radio Network. My name is PC Tunney, and I am joined, as always, by Greg DeMarco, the legend and the man, not the myth. No, not the myth. We, we established that last week, right? Yes, Not we a did. myth. Yes, we did. It's true. It's him. It's Greg DeMarco. Greg, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm you know... We're headed down this road that, that I don't like with, with WWE right now. But, Uh-oh. yeah, I'm good. Bear with me. Bear with me. Vince, Vince, you know, I got Vince's ear. It just takes some, you know, six to 18 you do. months. Six to 18 months to get going on some of this stuff. But we'll get there nonetheless. Uh, before we get going, I want to let everybody know they should head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash, slash the chair shot. I haven't even started drinking yet. Maybe that's the problem. Forward slash the chair shot. Uh, pick yourself up a chair shot T-shirt. Get it in soft style. Don't be a cheap bastard. Your epidermis will thank you. And it makes a great gift as well. If you're thinking about getting something for someone, we got, you know, Father's Day and Mother's Day coming up here in a couple months. Uh, Dad doesn't want another tie. Get a, get him a get him a T-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Or, you know, if you got a birthday or something or a new neighbor, whatever, get him a chair shot T-shirt. There you go. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And make sure you visit TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome. You are now in the same club as Christopher Platt. Go ahead, Greg. I know. I <laughs> fucked that up, didn't I? <laughs> um, I would love to see what has happened to tie sales over the past 10 to 12 years. I bet they've declined. Yeah, bad news. you do see them less. Bad news for Big Tie. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I, big Tie sounds like a, a bad name for an independent wrestler. 
or you know a, a, a buffet you probably don't want to visit at the airport <laughs> that's gonna uh, yeah, big the, the big next, bathroom break after yeah, going to big tie at the airport sure the next 45 minutes we're just going to talk about big tie now fuck wrestling um no i'm kidding i'm kidding elimination chamber happened yeah elimination okay. chamber happened yesterday and our our questions were yeah. answered it was it was the that was the new chamber right that was the new chamber indeed uh my guess is that they shipped it over there with everything else, put it together, and it's probably coming back. Yeah, that sounds – I mean, actually, in watching it and seeing that's what it was, I'm thinking to myself, that thing is probably not inexpensive. So, you know, it's what they know. Not it's the what newer they version. Have. Yeah. I, I bet the, the older version probably is worse, and that's probably – that's one of the reasons. I know one of the reasons why they changed the new chamber was because there were less and less buildings that could hold the old chamber because it was so heavy. So, granted, they hold these giant-ass – scoreboards but i bet those are lighter than we think with led screens and everything but um yeah but i know that the part of the issue was the with the new chamber was buildings being able to to lift the old chamber because it was so heavy well let's talk about the chamber matches let's start with the women's chamber match i thought it was a pretty decent match actually i like the fact that they brought it down to you know alexa and bianca uh ria is is slowly turning me over to her side I, I appreciate what she's been doing lately right she she gets in there and she's she's actually using her size and, and making it work for her in my opinion what did you think of the match overall i thought the match was good i know some people complain that it was short and they complain about a lot of different things those people also complained because they were primarily complaining because alexa bliss lost so that's it, it, you have to see where they're coming from um, I really enjoyed the chamber match. It, it did. What was interesting was that, and I don't know if this is part of the change in her character or not. Alexa Bliss put in the mandible claw, and it lasted like two seconds. And Bianca was just like, "Nah, get out of it." Like I don't know if they're trying to trash that finisher or if it was just a weird bit of booking, and I, I don't know, or just execution. Um, granted, it wasn't crazy Alexa, and and so maybe the mandible claw is not as effective when she's not the fiend version of Alexa. I don't know. Um, but overall, I, I thought the match was good. Conventional wisdom told us Bianca was winning. They've been doing this going back to SummerSlam. I think it makes perfect sense. We're headed in the right direction and I think we'll see, uh, a good match at WrestleMania. So it, it all makes sense to me. Um, it, I'm interested to see where they go with Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley moving forward. Cause those are the two that have been at the forefront at different times. And WrestleMania space is, not as prevalent for some people sometimes. So be sure to see what happens. Yeah. You know, honestly, I thought everybody kind of got over in this match. I thought everybody had a nice little set of what they wanted to do. Dewdrop utilizing the chain, uh, picking people up and slamming them in there. Like I said, Rhea is kind of winning me over more. Um, Nikki came across well. Um, she played she played the scared heel pretty good there, waiting yeah. for, for the entrance. Um, thank you, computer. I appreciate that. Your timing is impeccable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, I don't know. Those Alexa Bliss fans, they can deal with it. Just like Chris Platt can deal with it. It, you know, it, we told them, I understand computer. You're really doing a bang up job today. Maybe the computer didn't like the match. I don't know what to tell you. The computer is not agreeing with you or me at all. As long as they keep, as long as it keeps recording and doesn't kick me out of Skype, I think we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I actually liked it more than the men's match, to be honest with you. I mean, we'll, we'll get there. And the men's match was, yeah, it had its issues. Um, I definitely, um, yeah, it's just interesting to me because of the fact that um, 
it's it's they've got a lot of talent. It's a, for all the talent they released. They have a lot of talent in position in the women's division, and not a lot of positions. Like I, and and we can talk about the WrestleMania card as a whole. Remember WrestleMania 35 had like a billion matches on it, and last year we had two nights each. Each night had eight matches. I think we're going to get two nights of at least ten matches each, and my fear is that we're going to be headed towards two. Four and a half plus hour nights of WrestleMania this year or very soon That's because there's so much talent and because I know you don't think that everybody should get a spot at WrestleMania, but to them it's a showcase. And so if they're even remotely interested in pushing a talent, they're going to get a spot at WrestleMania. And I think we're going to see some random what people would perceive as random women's matches at WrestleMania that we don't normally get. We don't normally get a lot of non-title women's matches at WrestleMania, and I think we're going to get at least one per night. But can't we can't we have the five-hour night one WrestleMania and the three-hour night two WrestleMania with some better concentrated That's... matches? I mean, that sounds great to me. Like, you can still yes have no. your, your finish on the Saturday, but I either way, I'm going to watch it. But what if, you, what if you only bought a ticket to Sunday, and then you're pissed because your WrestleMania was two hours shorter than the other WrestleMania? Yeah, but you're getting like Brock could... and Roman. I know. I agree with you. I'm, you just know how these idiots are and how they think. Well, and, you know what? No matter what the, you do, the they're going to they're gonna bitch and moan no matter what they do. That's why I just, you know, it's that booking. Is very true. That's why it's booking by Tony. <laughs> Let's stay. If we booked, booked the shows, they'd be better. Oh, you know? wouldn't they? Wouldn't they? Um, I Probably not. Let's, let's stay in the women's division. Ronda and Naomi taking on Charlotte and Sonia. Sonia looks great. I'm so glad she's back. I liked Ronda coming out in the gi. I thought that was really cool. I actually thought to myself, Vince is in the back going, she's going to wear that every time from now on. And then um, I thought in a in a bigger picture thing, as far as the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, I would guarantee mm-hmm. you that the largest of large majority of little girls left that show going, oh my goodness, Naomi is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And they are huge fans of Absolutely. Naomi. That is why Naomi's there, folks. You know, she's not there to be pushed into championship titles consecutively and consistently. She's there to be an upper mid Carter and called upon when she's needed. And she gets that audience. Those kids absolutely adored her. And she does a phenomenal job of it. That's what these shows are about. Everyone hates Saudi Arabia shows because they're Saudi Arabia shows. But the fans aren't these horrible people that the government is. And it's almost like we as as Americans love to think that we shouldn't be running these events in Saudi Arabia. So we want to punish the, the, the citizens of the kingdom because of their government's actions. And if so, then that's what other countries think of us, too. We just don't realize it because we're in America. But you're right. Like, like. Seeing Naomi and, and what she does, all of the women, like the reactions they get outside of Dewdrop, obviously Saudi Arabia doesn't like overweight women um, because and, – and um, people are going to hate me just for saying the word overweight. But look, it is what it is um, because she got booed relentlessly. I was really surprised by how Dewdrop got booed the way she did. But and, – and what's really interesting is, is at first when the women had to cover up completely, people complained about it. But if you go to these women's social media accounts, like Liv Morgan talked about how her outfit was inspired by Britney Spears. Like they take the opportunity to take these the, the way they have to cover up all of their skin and they do something with it. And and that speaks to the women in Saudi Arabia because that's how they have to dress. And so they're 
being role models for these women in Saudi Arabia who may lack role models. I don't know. I don't know about the female role models in Saudi Arabia, but yeah, that's huge. Like you said, like a Naomi, the Ronda Rousey one, I, I thought was really smart and creative because of her Jew background. I love that. I could see her come out in that, not wrestling in that. I could see it being an entrance type thing for her, but then taking it off. I think it would be great. A great part of her character because at this point, I don't know how many of the casual WWE fans know about her judo background. They know about her UFC background. I don't know if they know about her judo background. Well, and she definitely got to show that off, having the one arm tied behind her back. And I thought they did a good job with the match. Was it the greatest match you've ever seen in your life? No, it wasn't. But was it entertaining? To me, it was. And it was a better match than, I don't know, like the blindfold matches you used to have at WrestleMania yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I kudos to them. I think the other point of note is and finishing up in the women's division is billboards for big time backs and uh-huh. Lita all week, all around the kingdom of Saudi. You, you have American women wrestlers on billboards in Saudi Arabia, Greg. I, again, just imagine what it's like for, for a female citizen in Saudi Arabia to see this. It's, it's we as, as, as Americans just can't comprehend what progress is being made in the face of the political situations over there. Like I'm not political. I hate politics, fuck politics, but I also hate idiot fans on social media who don't, Yeah, you do. who, who are going to chop off their nose to spite their face. <laughs> and there's a lot of good being done regardless of, of all the bad that's happening in Saudi Arabia. There's a lot of good being done for the people who, who, Many of them, look, I didn't choose to be born and live in America, right? Uh, I'm lucky. We're lucky that we are with the freedoms we have in in the United States. But they didn't choose to be born in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. They were born there. And and most of them don't know any different, know how to leave. So for this to be provided to them, regardless of what it means on a business and political standpoint, I stand behind it. And you will never hear me slam WWE for doing these events twice a year in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And these billboards are just more proof of that. Like every single time they're in Saudi Arabia, there's more and more and more progress that takes place. Every time. Quick thought here, like a quick uh, expectations, 30 seconds or less. We're getting Becky and Bianca. We're getting Charlotte and Rhonda. I'm excited. I think it should be interesting. I don't think we're done with the stipulations. Possibly we could get more involvement. I don't know, but these two matches one-on-one, they're fine with me. We have six weeks to Mania, and we have plenty of time to tell the story. No premium live event between Elimination Chamber and um, WrestleMania, and boy, did they make it a point to say that a few times before the show started. Oh, yeah, they've gotten gotten rid of the pay-per-view phrase completely. Your thoughts on the women's championship matches, early thoughts here, as we are truly now on the road to WrestleMania. I think they're great. I think it's it's, you've got... Charlotte Flair and and Ronda Rousey, like that's the star power. Charlotte getting her main event of WrestleMania. Like you look at the women who've main evented WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. Like it's it's all and now we've got our first repeat visitors to the main event of WrestleMania. Um Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, like that, it's the story's being told. They they used last year to establish Bianca Belair. She took a back seat, which we always do in WWE, which people don't seem to understand. And now she's back, so she's proven she can handle WWE's cyclical, cyclical booking, and here she is. What worries me, and it worries me more for Charlotte and Ronda, is in the build-up to the, elim- the Women's Elimination Chamber match, they said the winner would get to fight the Raw Women's Champion 
in a main event of WrestleMania. And again, this is WWE speak. The main event is not the last match. A, a main event match is whatever they call a main event match. Technically, you could say WrestleMania is a night of main events or two nights of main events. But I do wonder if if they're going to promote. And, and does that mean women won't close out one of the two nights? I still don't think that will happen. I still think Charlotte and Ronda are going to close out night one. But we're going to get more matches referred to as main events. And and unlike and I know you're a big CM Punk fan and you might follow his same moniker. He always said the main event is the last match of the night. And that's just not the case with WWE. It just isn't. And and again, the opening match of WrestleMania is equally important to them. If you go back and look at history, the second match of WrestleMania has typically been a marquee match as well. It was last it was yesterday at Crown at, at, at whatever this Elimination Chamber. It was Roman and Goldberg it was the second match of the night. So they they position things very differently on a card, and that's just what they choose to do. But I just hope them referring to multiple matches main events won't put them in a situation where women don't close out one of the nights. Because from a perspective, from a fan perspective, I think women got to close out one of the nights. But for the two title matches, like you asked, I think they hit it. I think they hit it well. You know, and, and I think could you add Sasha? Could you do whatever? But I like. They like the one-on-one matches at WrestleMania. They don't always do them. We had a triple threat closeout night two last year. But they, by and large, I think when they can, they try to do one-on-one matches. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about the other half of the Elimination Chamber and the other half of, I don't know, Greg maybe just remained it, the road to WrestleMania Ventia. We'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. The Road to WrestleMania. Right here, Greg DeMarco, PC Tunney, ChairShot Radio Network, TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yep, you got it. You know it. You invented it. I I invented it, yeah. (laughs) I don't even know how I came up with it, to be honest with you. I have no idea at this point. I don't remember. I don't remember. There's been a lot of things come up with. It's hard to keep track, right? Um, It is. Okay, so the Usos and Viking Raiders, they didn't have a match. Not a big deal. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Madcap Moss. Not a big deal. Although Madcap Moss really got his ass kicked, eh? Um, As he should. Rey Mysterio beats The Miz. Cool, cool, cool. You're all here to listen to what we have to say, though, about these two world championships. And we already referenced Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. How, How did you like that match? I, it, it was a heavyweight fight. That That's what it was supposed to be. Um, I And I don't know if uh, – sometimes I hate the, the the pass out finish because Goldberg didn't get pinned. Goldberg didn't give up. He yeah, just he passed did, out. Just, yeah. It's a legitimate finish in professional wrestling and has been for a long time. I would have preferred Roman Reigns to get the one, two, three. And sometimes you wonder uh, – booking wrestling events, I have had talents that – in a submission situation, have elected to be the pass out versus the tap out, right? Because it makes it seem like they're tougher, and 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 people protect themselves in that way when they really don't need to, and it can somewhat hurt their opponent. But for me, 
at the end of the day, Roman Reigns beat Goldberg, and they did their spots. They did it exactly. I, if I were to have put this match together, I don't know what I could have done to make it longer. Maybe more fighting on the outside. I don't know, but this was what you're going to get out of Goldberg, and Roman beat him, and just like you said he was going to do. Well, then is this is this Goldberg? You know, it's funny because there's two people. Were were there two final matches of careers uh, at Elimination Chamber, Lita and and Goldberg, or do they each have? Because Goldberg's contract is done now, right? Yes, Goldberg's contract is done. He had one one match left. He said a few months ago on a couple months ago on the Pat McAfee show, he's ready if Vince calls. Sure. And we know from from prior experience. Vince calls and Vince loves stars like Goldberg, especially in an era where Brock is more of a full-time performer than he's ever been in recent years. And Undertaker's gone. Um, and and so save for an Austin match, which I think we're gonna get, I Goldberg is one he can pull out of his hat. Where or stop it. When and where are we getting the uh, Austin match? WrestleMania thirty eight, night two probably, against Kevin Owens. No. See, here's the thing, and never. I know we Austin could do it will moments. never have a wrestling match ever again. But Shawn Michaels said the same thing. That's different. No, it isn't. Sure, it's it the is. same. No, it's different. Here's the th- here's the thing, though. If I'm WWE, and I want bang for my buck, an Austin moment is great, right? Having Kevin Owens come out, run down Texas, the glass shatter, Austin come out, kick Wham Stunner, everybody goes crazy. Right. That would be phenomenal. Great moment for WrestleMania. When you talk about box office, being able to say a match for Stone Cold Steve Austin, when the physicality is essentially the same as what you're going to get in a moment, it's it's there's money in it. And I Austin ain't going to turn away five to seven million dollars. Okay, so if you're going to do this, here's how you do it then. Okay, this year, Roman beats Brock. The Rock comes out and challenges him to next year's WrestleMania. Austin ends up being the guest referee for that. Cost cost the Rock the, the chance to to beat Roman, and then the following year, you have the final that's chapter. Two years away. That's well. That's as ridiculous as Austin not having wrestled since what. 2000 something and maybe 10 years ago he got in the ring for a day and a half and decided well fuck that i don't want any piece of that shit anymore that's because he was bumping he wouldn't have to bump at all against kevin See, owens they're gonna fight around then, the ring then why can't we just press why can't we just come out and have the moment where he comes out and stuns him and drinks beers that's i don't want to see because you sh- want to advertise the match uh, i don't want to because you want to advertise the match. i don't want to see a shitty austin match. i know you don't want to see it and i don't know <laughs> I, i'm indifferent on whether or not i want to see it but i think they're gonna do it i really do all right. Well, and and I have to again. I have to look at it from a business standpoint, not from a what Greg wants standpoint, but from a what Greg thinks they're going to do standpoint, and what Greg thinks Austin will do because he gets it. He gets the business. He understands that it's money. It's a money proposition, and and they will pay him enough. He just got another fifty million dollars from from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I saw a graphic. They they've made more in four years from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia than AEW is going to get from its four year television deal. Like it's just insane. Like they kept they they've made more there's from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia than the ticket sales for every single WrestleMania combined. Adjusted for inflation. It's insane what they're getting out of this deal. And they could afford to throw ten million dollars to Stone Cold Steve Austin for WrestleMania. 
and they probably will. And he could get that out of him if he wanted to. And then Kevin Owens would get to say he was Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match, unless it leads to all the stuff that you talked about. And, and maybe it does. I think medical science is helping these people come back. Look at Edge. Oh, I know. Edge we, was and we've done. had that conversation, too, right, about all yeah. these people. We we talked about, what, two, three, four years ago? Never happened, never happened. And we're so happy to be wrong as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and this is another prove us wrong scenario. Going back to Goldberg, I don't think it's the last match. Uh, I, I, agree I don't, I there. think they'll pull that out. I also, Lita is very interesting because Lita has been on record saying, you know, I'm contracted for this match. I'm that, willing to do more. That one felt more like it because of the reaction that Cole and the announce crew yeah. gave her. Like they stood up and they, they were the ones that started the standing ovation for her. Right. Like, I mean, it was, it really, if you go back and listen was to what Michael Cole final said, match or was that just for her performance in the match proving because I think she did better in that match than Trish Stratus did against Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam a couple of years ago. It's hard to remember that. I thought Lita had a really good match, though. I thought I think she's she capable did. of having a, still having a run in matches, but it just it just felt like that to me. Yeah, I, I understand, and, and I can't disagree. I think time will tell. Um, the only thing I think that could detract from from Lita's possibility of doing this is I don't think she's going to ask for it. I think they got to ask her. And with WWE, sometimes you got to make a pitch. And if she doesn't make a pitch, you know, unless like a Sasha Banks makes that pitch or, you know, Rhea Ripley makes that pitch, because those are the two people I see as potential opponents for her at WrestleMania. I actually think Sasha needs the match because she needs to be on the WrestleMania card. I think Rhea Ripley is better for the match. But, yeah, I, I just my gut instinct is no on both. OK, uh, just a side note, uh, I'm I hearing reading reading filthy, dirty sheets about uh, Bailey possibly being ready to go by the end of March. So that's a solid thing. Get her back as well. End of March is tough, though, because that's a week of, out of WrestleMania. Right. What and you, look, they add matches do? the week of WrestleMania. But you so. can, I mean, she's someone, though, that you can just have her, like, use her phone and cut a promo at home, and it's going to be 90%, you know, better than 95% of the shit they're putting yeah. out there right now. Oh, that's, yeah. how, that's how great Bailey is, you know. Absolutely. I mean, she's she's one of the few who, who who wouldn't come back and take advantage of the babyface return pop. I like. I think she's is she, that is good. She, is she the strongest one on the mic out of the four horsewomen? She's at least second. It's between her and Becky. Ah, uh, you know. But when she returns, if if they're if they're tied right now, when Bailey returns, if she gets to return and cut scathing promos in her return, she would probably be number one. But but it's I mean that one you can argue I think but it's clear that Charlotte and Sasha are a level below Becky and Bailey on the microphone. Yes, but that's not a knock on Charlotte and Sasha because no. they're still better than most of the rest of the roster. All right, I agree. I'm just saying it's interesting that way. It's interesting that way yeah. to me. It's but... also interesting that the four horsewomen, the one skill that no one looks at with them is the fact they can all talk. They can, and they they made it initially, especially through NXT with their wrestling abilities, but they're transcending because of their storytelling abilities. And that's what's important in WWE so and wrestling in general. Let's use you saying NXT to talk and transition into the men's elimination chamber. And I loved the finish of the match because um, I'm starting to grow. Austin Theory starting to grow on me. And boy, folks, if you didn't notice it, Brock Lesnar 
gave this kid as much of a rub as he could give him under the circumstances, uh-huh. considering. Like, he took the photo of him the other week, uh, um, I think it was SmackDown or Raw or whatever the fuck it was, and then as he gets done with this match and he just became champion again, he goes over to Theory and fakes his thing and puts it over for, so people know that mm-hmm. this is a thing he does. I was like hoping hoping against hope and everything else that was happening that when he hit that nut shot on Brock, let's do it. Let's give him the title for two nights and have Brock take it back on Monday. I yeah, I would have been fine. Um, they're not going to do that just because – they just Brock wins the it, Rumble. Right. Brock it, does everything it messes, like they weren't going to have. It messes too much with the flow. I get it. So let's talk about that. Talk about but that flow now. I mean, talk about that flow now. I mean, Austin Theory is. You're right. Like he's the future, and and he's he's doing everything they want him and need him to do, including you know my 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 hair plug observation from last week. Over <laughs> t- taking everything they give him, right? The 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 goofy segments with Vince and the ass kicking from Brock and all he's doing is leaning in a hundred percent. And that's the key to being successful in WWE. So many people take their creative ideas and they're resistant to them and they end up working on AEW dark. If you just take whatever they want you to do and run with it, look at the new day. They were freaking preachers for God's sakes. And everyone talks about how they shed that image. Biggie still cuts promos like a preacher. It's what he used to do in college in the locker room. Like, if you just lean into what they want you to do, you will get over, you will be given more leeway, and you can be successful. And Austin Theory is showing that at 24, 25, however old he is, he's showing them why he can be the guy. John Cena did the exact same thing before his mega pushes. Like, two years from now, we could be looking at, you know, Austin Theory main eventer. It takes that time to build somebody up to that point. Matt Riddle is doing it right now, too. Running around on a scooter and and forgetting his lines, which was you know reportedly scripted, is dumb as shit. He gets it over. It's just take what they give you and get it over. Then they will trust you with the actual important stuff. Keith Lee couldn't get Bearcat over, so why would they trust him with a feud with Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? They wouldn't because you couldn't get over simple stuff. And and, and I like Keith Lee, but this is how it works. In WWE and on the main roster, in Austin Theory, somebody pulled him aside at some point, probably when he was in NXT, or he just got it from the beginning and said, here's how you be successful. And that's how you be successful. And Austin Theory's doing it. And he's going to be there in the long run. As long as he doesn't DM 15-year-olds again, he'll be there in the long run, and his life will be great. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move past that point. But let me ask you, the, <laughs> the, 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 the whole thing about it is then, Wrestling fans either don't know that's how it works or they don't like that's the way it works. And then you end up with, you know, the 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 bad atmosphere you do on social media, the back and forth horse shit, because sometimes the stupid comments are just too hard to ignore. Right, Greg? WWE morale in the <laughs> locker room is not nearly as bad as WWE morale on social media. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, let, let's put it this way. Those people are getting paid pretty darn good. And they don't, of course they, they are. They're all the, the the minimum that these guys are making right now is probably five hundred grand a year. And the schedule is not even uh, a, no. sh- a shadow of what it was when it was horrible. No, and it's never gonna be because no. the landscape has changed. Well, Less people 
consume a, in different ways now. That's why numbers are down. Isn't that the biggest? Everyone blames the product or whatever, but the world has changed. Isn't that the biggest benefit to the talent from the brand split? Is a lighter lighter schedule because of it? I mean, that allows yeah. WWE to still have as many shows and as much revenue that way, with you know not putting taxing their roster as much. And they make so much from TV and Peacock and Saudi Arabia that they don't tour like they used to because they don't need to, right. and, and touring acts aren't the same. As a concert tours are shorter now, and and everything is 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 shorter and tour less, and and WP been going year round for thirty five plus years. Uh, shit, trust me, thirty eight. They've been going year round for thirty eight plus years right now, never stopping. And and so the business has changed. But you're right. Like if if it's not if they're not booked for house shows, you're working one day a week. You're flying in, doing your thing, flying out the next morning, and and that's it. You're you're off for five days. Uh, it's great. It's a so great schedule. So on the women's side, we talked about possible returns. On the men's side here, it's quite the opposite. We're learning that Bobby Lashley is need indeed of uh, shoulder surgery, if I'm hearing things correctly, yeah. and he could be shoulder out for, surgery. And here's the thing, and it's weird because months. if you look at the spot, couldn't last through to WrestleMania doesn't... either. I mean, that's the thing, right? You know, is that bad? Oh yeah, he'd, he'd be he would not be at WrestleMania. The spot didn't look that bad, so it's interesting. You know, I know some people have said, oh, it's a work. I don't think. They would they would say they would work him out of the WrestleMania plans for for someone they've pushed as hard as Bobby Lashley. I also don't think that Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley were or that Austin Theory and Brock Lesnar were supposed to be the last two in the chamber. To be 100 percent honest with you, and, and they probably had to improvise a lot. And if so, good on them and good on Brock. Um, not that the spot off the chamber pod wasn't planned, but I don't know that that was going to finish the match because I know that Theory was supposed to be in the final two. Um, I don't know. I because Bobby Lashley got hurt. I could buy that that was a work spot to get him out and that it was just, that's it. He's not going to be able to do it. Um, I can also buy what Unless, you said. Well, he was already, it's true. The reports are that he's been hurt since like January. Right. So if that's the case, then yeah, they could have worked that spot because they got a diagnosis that said he had to take time off. You, you could be right about that. How did you feel about, uh, it was Bobby Lashley's turn to come out of the chamber, but he wasn't there. So Brock just decided, well, fuck this. I'm kicking out the door. Here we go. I, I like that. I mean, yeah. It's a Brock thing to do, and 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 I wish more people would do stuff like that. I, th- the chamber is something that has been done so many times now, but talent is still showing that they can really be creative. A, a lot of the ideas that we see, I don't think we realize how many of them come from the talent, and, and especially a guy like Brock who's just going to do whatever he wants anyway. He's like Andre in that regard. Like he just, just who's going to stop Brock from doing something? Like he's a freak of nature, and yeah. I, Babyface Brock has been such a breath of fresh air and doing things like saying, fuck it, I'm coming out of the chamber, coming out of the pod right now. Like that's just a Brock Lesnar thing to do. And and look, it's I knew the result before I saw it, and I wasn't shocked at all to see that. I actually checked him on purpose. I wanted to know. And I went to the chair shot and looked up Stephen Mitchell's results and saw Brock Lesnar won the title. And that's just what it was. And And now we're going title for title at WrestleMania. And here we are. Here the bleep we are. Here the indeed, indeed, Greg, come on. Here the fuck we are, folks. That's right. Here the it fuck deserving, we are. Every once in a while, a storyline is a deserving of a fuck. So on that note, we're gonna come back. Way. We're gonna come back and discuss what could a possible title unification look like if we have a winner at WrestleMania. But for now, we're gonna pay some more bills. We'll be right back. This is the road to WrestleMania right here, Chairshot Radio Network. Greg DeMarco and PC Tunney. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. 
Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Greg, let me tell you something. Oh, boy. If Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar, unifies the title, and then The Rock comes out and challenges Roman Reigns to the next year's WrestleMania, I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to tell me anything about professional wrestling ever the fuck again. They won't be able to. You're correct. They absolutely will not be able to do that. I would see if that were to happen, I think the second half of that equation is more likely to happen the night after WrestleMania on Raw. But it's it's funny because there's been, you know, the the Rock he goes out on social media and after the Super Bowl thing and uh, you know, he's yep. like, you know, for all you people or or it was somebody famous that said um he didn't say and the millions. He didn't wait and or wait for you. He said, you know, he didn't wait for it. Right. Yeah. Soon enough, you'll you'll get that. It was it was the pretty much kind of the response. I can't exactly remember who it was. I can look at that. But Greg, you messaged me yesterday as we were confirming that we were going to put this show together today, which is makes so much sense coming off of Elimination Chamber. I'm glad everybody's listening right here, Chairshot Radio Network. You said you had a way that you possibly think that this could work. So why don't you enlighten me? I've been waiting for that thought for nearly 24 hours now. Okay. No, no, it's good. So a couple things that we need to establish beforehand, because I've said a lot of things and I need to establish those. I have said over and over again that Fox would not allow their champion to also be on Raw, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, so I want to reiterate that point. I also wanted to take us back to WrestleMania 35, where the main event featured both women's champions plus Ronda Rousey. Becky won. She was Becky two belts. Never did those titles get unified at that point. She lost one at Money in the Bank and then held the other one until she went off to to have a child. So it is very possible that Roman Reigns walks out of WrestleMania holding both championships, but they are not unified. And that's and, and I would even call it probable. Not just possible. Okay. But one of the things that I have for years prided myself upon is that I can see the other side of an argument. I'm willing to be wrong and I'm willing to explore. I don't do this to be right. I do this to to be good, to be accurate, and to, to have fun and to be interesting and to elicit emotion. So I challenged myself saying, how could a unification work? And here is how, in my opinion, a unification could work. I still do not believe the champion could be on both shows. I don't. I don't believe the champion could be on Raw and SmackDown. But look at the pay-per-views. Do we have Raw and SmackDown specific pay-per-views? We don't. Do we have Raw and SmackDown specific house shows? We don't. We barely have any house shows. Do we need the unified champion on both shows? We don't. So if Roman Reigns were to become the unified WWE Universal World Heavyweight Champion, which would be a weird name for a title, right? Uh, Universal World Heavyweight Champion. But that's what they would that and Paul Heyman would get it over on the microphone. He would. Um, he would be on SmackDown. And I would move the United States champion or the, no, the Intercontinental Champion over to Raw. I would have both the United States and Intercontinental Champions on Raw. Well then you gotta unify that. No, 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 you don't, because Raw's a three-hour-long show, and you don't need a top 
champion on a TV show. You just need champ. You just need things for content on a TV show. So you have both United States champion and Intercontinental champion on Raw. So they're defending their titles. I would also then unify the women's titles, and I would have your main women's champion on SmackDown. And I would immediately, not immediately, but over the summer, I would crown the first ever women's Intercontinental champion. Which I thought they needed more than they needed women's wouldn't tag it, team champions. Wouldn't it make more sense to have the women's unified champ on Raw then, though? No, because SmackDown is going to want – Fox is paying too much money to not have your top two champions. Okay. Right now, Fox is going to have – had Brock not had Brock not won the WWE Championship, both champions on Fox are main eventing WrestleMania matches. Last year, both champions on Fox – Main evented the WrestleMania nights. It, it, it's it's Sasha and Bianca came out of SmackDown. Roman, Daniel Bryan, Edge came out of SmackDown. Like it, it, Fox, it, that's the A show, and that's okay. Raw doesn't need to be the A show. Raw can be the wrestling show. Fo- SmackDown is the entertainment show. It's been that way anyway. Raw can have the longer matches. It's a three-hour show, and then you can have people cross over to SmackDown when it's time to challenge the big champion. SmackDown needs a smaller roster anyway. So you can make it work by putting your your top two champions on SmackDown and putting your workhorses on Raw. You'd have a little more fluidity between the shows, and it might even render the draft useless, although they still wouldn't do that because the draft is a ratings grabber. Well, and I'm still waiting for the time that the draft is actually a, its own. If Vince you know, wants to listen event. to me and DP about something else, too, then let's go see DP's idea and my idea for actually utilizing Survivor Series and having the draft at the correct fucking proper time of year. Well, the correct fucking proper time of year would be sometime in April. No, so I don't because, you could, because you could add in transfer window after WrestleMania. See, that that's too complicated. They're not going to go that complicated. And you can have – Because they're not well, they doing did, it. That, okay, free agents after WrestleMania, time. draft after Survivor Series because you get the pick. You get the first picks. The matches are for <laughs> the picks. But see, they would just much rather bust out the free agent card when they need to, like Big E moving over to SmackDown, stuff like that. Like they – they don't want to be pigeonholed into there, a certain. There are no that. rules. There's one rule. Exactly, it's true. It, they're, they're, it's, it's like Bruce Pritchard always says: you can't apply logic to an illogical situation. Well, and, that's and you what know what? Is. Here's me t- saying that the matches matter when they don't. It's WWE. The, the storylines matter. The and it's why matter. I'm. It's the why, matches don't even it's matter. It's why I'm a fan. It's why I'm a fan too. And I can't believe I made that argument. So I rescind that argument. It was stupid and hypocritical. But I do think it can work. I just don't think the champion can float between shows and the champion doesn't need to float between shows because the the shows don't have their own separate pay-per-views or premium live events. They don't, there's really no need for that. And, and WWE is about the stars and the personalities. And so you can have edge and AJ styles in a top level feud on raw and you don't need a title involved and you can still have Sami Zayn over there as intercontinental champion and Damian Priest over there is United States champion, and they're working and they're building and doing whatever. You have to change Survivor Series a little bit, obviously, but you can. That's fine. It can make it work if unification is that important to you. I still don't think they're going to unify them. I think one guy is going to hold both belts, but I don't think they're going to unify them. Well, I mean, in that case, Survivor Series, you could just go back to how you used to book Survivor Series and within feuds, right? Not within the brand. So yeah. good guy, bad guy you know, three or four matchups where they grab all their friends kind of thing. Well, and if you look at, if you look at the NXT year of Survivor Series, you're that NXT one Survivor Series, 
the champions all defended their titles in separate title matches that had nothing to do with the standings in Survivor Series. And I thoroughly enjoyed that Survivor Series too. and thought the title matches were all really good. And and the women main evented that one. So, yeah, there's a lot to me that the male champions all defended their titles. The women's champions were involved in the Survivor Series matches. But, yeah, to me, I think that that it could work if you really wanted to do it. You just again, I have to remember those points and the biggest one being SmackDown on Fox is, is you know, for lack of a better term, the trump card for WWE. It's they are going to get the spoils because they've paid the riches. See, to me, I feel like if you could produce big enough ratings, they wouldn't mm-hmm. they, they may not care what you do. Does that make sense? Like, I, like yeah, it does I make feel sense. like storyline wise, there's something there that could like get people back to appointment television on Mondays and Fridays, because that's definitely not there. And I don't think it'll ever come back, but this is like my one last long shot thing to go, you know, redo this thing, like exactly how I want it, you know, keep the U S and IC on one side, unify the titles, give the women's their IC title, unify the tag fucking titles. They can be on both shows. And for the love of God, let's get rid of the 24 seven. And can I get a TV title with all these shows? Once a week, it has to be defended on TV. It's a fucking brilliant idea. But anyway, Greg, the fact that you will go ahead and give sane, logical reasons for this to possibly happen gives me even more hope in my heart of hearts. I did that, it for you. That one day, there will only, there will only and can only be one. <laughs> I did it for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Last thoughts here. Another great show this week. Folks, continue to listen to us uh, every weekend. We got six more shows left. I think we're going to start up Mania Madness. Yeah, we should. Insert cough button. <laughs> I need a cough button. We definitely should. Yeah, I don't know the, the schedule. We can figure that out. But Mania Madness was such a good series. I think it's worth revisiting. I know we talked offline about the idea of of doing a seventh episode so that we can you know cover what happened last year's WrestleMania. I'm sure Platt would be on board for that, especially because he gets to talk about last year's WrestleMania, which you know he would have thoughts on both main events to share. So that would be great. Um, yeah, Mania Madness was a phenomenal series and deserves to be revisited every single year. So, Yeah, I love the idea. Maybe we'll turn one of the Road to WrestleMania shows here as we get closer into that review of last year's yeah. WrestleMania. Get Chris Platt on here as well. I'm just excited. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm excited that there's no fucking fast lane. Like, we got six weeks to build these storylines, to do this right, to take it nice and slow, get in depth with everything. Everything's setting itself up. I think last question yeah. Last question today. Let's go off of the main Before titles. you do that, before go you ahead. ask the last yeah, question, yeah, no, i got to make fire. one point. Sure. The move to Peacock, which happened, was it before or after WrestleMania last year? I can't remember when the move to Peacock took place. Before, because Mania was on Peacock last year. Okay, that allows them to not have a March pay-per-view because with the network, they had to do something every single month because we were paying monthly and we were specifically paying for the WWE network. Now we're paying for NBC Universal's Peacock, which happens to give us a WWE network content so we can get away with not doing an event in March. Would it shock me if they sprung something on us in March? No, it really wouldn't, but I don't think they're going to. I think March is actually going to be Premium live event less. And probably the first time that's happened. Well, December didn't have one either. So, yeah, I think the move to Peacock is, well, is again. December not having one is just a technicality. It was the day after December ended, technically. 
True, but you if still you were still a- worried about your monthly subscription, you would have wanted to have one in December. I'm shocked they still haven't busted out a TLC match anywhere. Because, well, like, remember last year on Hell in a Cell, we had Hell in a Cell matches on SmackDown, maybe they the pay per view, and Raw. To, maybe they finally listened to DP and they're saving these things for you know special occasions to finish feuds. And not maybe we'll big... see one at WrestleMania. It's a possibility. It's a good way to get a bunch of people into a match and have that match fill itself look, out. Look too. at the tag division. Look, look at what just happened with the Viking Raiders and the Usos. They got ambushed, right? Yeah. Like, and and we we moved Biggie back over to SmackDown for the tag division. I could see a TLC match with the Viking Raiders, the New Day, and the Usos at WrestleMania. That'd be a hell of a match for night one. Oh, I like something better. TLC at Mania, eight teams, four belts, one winner. Oh, geez, here we go. Let's do it! <laughs> Throw in the Street Profits and and Alpha Academy and even RK-Bro. Uh, that would be a hell of a match, first of all. It really you, would be. You know what? Lie. They'd do that, and then they'd have, like, Baron Corbin and Madcap Moss win the fucking titles. So let me uh, – I should probably wait, but Johnny Knoxville going to wrestle WrestleMania, right? Unfortunately. I do not believe he is going to have a one-on-one match with Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. I believe we are going to see Johnny Knoxville, Rick Boogs, and Shinsuke Nakamura against Sami Zayn, Madcap Moss, and Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. I can't see Johnny Knoxville in a singles match. There's also – um, rumblings of Logan Paul coming in to be Miz's tag team partner at Mania. Yeah, it, which makes sense. Um, it, it's something that you would do with the Miz against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. That'd be a hell of a rub for for Dominic again, getting in this big money match with a with a you know crossover star like Logan Paul. That screams WrestleMania to me. People were like, just use Bad Bunny. I'm like, uh, Bad Bunny and the Miz don't like each other. Remember? You guys were there last year. That's the storyline. But, and, and they're not going to overuse Bad Bunny. He'll still wrestle more, but, um, I like it. I, 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 when I, when I wrote in December a WrestleMania prediction column, one of my matches was Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. I've always expected Logan Paul to be involved in WrestleMania because all reports were he loved his short time there and they loved having him. And, the audience that he brings in is not an audience they're getting from anywhere else. Very true. I think if I think in terms of WWE business, Logan Paul makes perfect sense. Well, I was going to ask what other side stories heading to WrestleMania are we looking forward to? And I think we just answered that question. So I do think one, one of the interesting points is how many women's matches we get on these cards because the stories are there. Sonya Deville and Naomi is screaming for a WrestleMania blow off. They just did the random, you know, two singles feuds in a tag team match at Elimination Chamber. Uh, unless they blow that off on SmackDown, which they very well could. Remember, TV is just as important these days. Um, re- I, you don't have Rhea Ripley wrestle for 42 minutes in a, in a gauntlet match to not do something with her at WrestleMania. Lead is available. Sasha Banks needs a match at WrestleMania. Like, to me, the entire women's scene and what they do with it at WrestleMania. I said it before, I think on this show, maybe on the hashtag Miranda show, this could be the best WrestleMania ever for the women's division in WWE when all is said and done. Yeah, I mean, I I, I firmly believe now we're going to have a, a, a disparity in the amount of matches night one and night two, and maybe they won't even tell us what matches are night one and night two except for the main events because we pretty much have that maybe. Figured, figured out already. I would appreciate that. I'd like that. I think that'd be cool. We'll see what happens, though. I know. The first year they didn't. The second year they did tell us what was night one and night two. I, I'm I'm totally fine with not knowing. 
I, as, as a promoter, and I didn't do it from our most recent show, I sometimes enjoy not announcing every match ahead of time and announcing from a business standpoint. I think the fans want to know every match ahead of time, but I enjoy sometimes not knowing who's coming to the curtain next and, and seeing a match that I didn't expect. Well, and, and I think WrestleMania is the perfect place to do that because those tickets are going to sell because of the name WrestleMania and yeah. the main events already. So it's not like you're trying to add a few more butts and seats by promoting, uh, you know, uh, the, the secondary main event. That's already established, you know. And with Bobby Lashley being out and with Brock Lesnar holding the WWE Championship, I think AJ Styles versus Edge is going to be what takes the place of what would have been the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. Because that is going to be a marquee match, and I think the build to that begins on Monday. And I'm excited about it. I think it's 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 one of those matches that you never knew you needed to see. Ah. And I'm ex- I think it's going to be great. No, I really do. And, and kudos to AJ. In the words of Christopher Platt, I can smoke a bag of that, folks. All right, it's only going to get better. This show is only going to get better as we continue on the road to WrestleMania. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. Please continue to listen to everything ChairShot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way by always using your head and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Greg, what's going on in your life? At Chairshot, Greg, for all things at Chairshot Media, of course, for the website. Man, it, it is, it's it's my favorite time of the year. It, it's, to me, this is like the six weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, or not really six weeks, but I feel like we just had Thanksgiving and now we're headed towards Christmas. And I'm excited about it. This is the best time of year to be a wrestling fan. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I almost, you know, one of these years I'm going to go do WrestleMania weekend and soak up as many of those events as I can. Right now, the work schedule would not allow it. We have too much going on the same weekend as WrestleMania. But I, uh, yeah, this is this is exciting. This is exciting. What other what other events do we do? You know, eight podcasts on the road too. It's just WrestleMania. WWE is is putting more and more events in stadiums and having more and more tentpole events every single year. And I've talked about that. They've got to fill stadiums, but there's still nothing quite like WrestleMania. And I can't wait. Couldn't have said it better myself, folks. Just like Greg said, there is nothing like WrestleMania. Two nights. Sop up the au that is known as WrestleMania. This is Chairshot Radio Network. We'll see you next time. Always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.